There's, there's something in the parish I very badly want to give over to the Olam. Mechila Moshe and Mayor heard it already, but I want to give it over to the Olam. But I want to first be Makdim and welcome back Srili. To me, to me, what I, the, the Simcha Stam that we have Srili, we have Srili smile back in Yeshiva is, is tremendous. And I felt going, visiting Srili was like a Shir Nemuna and Betachin. It was like a Musa say, they're visiting Srili and seeing Srili. To me, you were witnessing. Anybody who walked in, I felt like we were seeing the moon of a yid. I felt we were seeing a real yid. Somebody such a maimon, such pure, real. It, it doesn't say it, to say the word simple amuna. To say the word simple as a, as a maila, only simple amuna is good. The Chavetz Chaim once saw his son reading a philosophy sefer, and the Chavetz Chaim got upset. I read it in a reliable source that he saw. He was reading one of these. I get when I see a bacher start reading one of these. Uh, there's not to not. I like the sefer Garden of Emuna. I like it. Very beautiful sefer. Said delicately, it's a beautiful sefer. I don't. The, your goal in your life is to raise your kids. They don't need that sefer to say it not in a night. And this year's Rosh is a malach aloykim, and I recommend the sefer. But raise your children in a way that they don't need that sefer. What I saw, the Musa that I saw walking to visit Srili, seeing him, speaking to him, such a pure, when I say simple, I mean deep, un- <clears throat> just real, powerful, so part of who he is, just uh, somebody who kept focus about the brachas of Hashem. And to me, to have him back is a great, great chizuk. And just to be around Srili and see the way he carries himself. And the Simcha Sachayim and Nemuna. Mostly the Amuna. Reb Nassim Svi Finkel described meeting Reb Vosner. <coughs> described the Menuchas HaNefesh Reb Vosner. I'm thinking a lot. There's a, there's a lot uh, in the yeshiva we have a lot of sugis that we have to hear for now. One of the sugis I'm thinking a lot about is Menucha. You know, the, it's Shabbos Kodesh is the Menucha Shleima Shatoraitzeba. Menucha is a great madrega. And we live in, in a world that how do you have Menucha in such a world? It's the Ulam HaNesoyim. It's a world of difficulties, of challenges. How do you have a menuch in the Olam Anasayan? It's like telling it. I remember they used to have pre-season, like not during the season, they had these, they had these games where they challenged athletes and they had different sports, like to see what the best athlete is. I remember as a kid and they, they ran them through these like difficult obstacle courses that challenge you to your core. The guy was sweating, beaten down, and they would see who the best athlete is all in all. It ca- speed, strength, all different quickness, all different things that attested of a person. In the middle of such a thing, you say, guy, relax. He's anything but relax. So you can even tell a guy, relax. Menuchas HaNefesh in Olam Azeh seems like a steer. Olam Azeh is Olam It's an obstacle course of difficult challenges, one after the other. Tell me a lot of stuff. Menuchas HaNefesh. Tell me be happy. I can understand. The guy can be happy in the obstacle course. He realizes it's, 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 this is Gishmak. This is what life's about. Fine. Tell a guy relax. It's very odd. Yeah, it's just odd. It's like telling the guys up bases loaded, bottom of the nine, three, two, get no pressure. There's yes pressure. You can tell me a lot of stuff. But you don't say no pressure. There's yes pressure. Tell the guy, Menuchas HaNefesh is almost like a steer. Yet Sadiqim possess Menuchas HaNefesh and Oilum They somehow meant, because in Oilum HaNesoyen, it's a world of challenges. Relax. Menuchas HaNefesh means tranquil. 
it's, it's almost like it doesn't make sense and with everything going on that you can have menucha also but there's such a thing it's the Chiddush of Shabbos Kodesh it's the Chiddush of somebody who's Dovak to Hashem it's the Chiddush of somebody who's a Maimon as much as things seem sometimes they seem out of control it's all perfectly controlled perfectly controlled environment perfect you know a guy a guy is watching a movie he never seen a movie before and he sees guns blazing he's sitting there he's going he's out of his kalem he's going there guns blazing and people shooting dropping dead he's pushing starts crying somebody tells him it's a movie relax it's just people setting up there's a beginning you see all the things happening what's that? Hashem's controlling he's just, he's just testing different people don't worry it's just a test just a test. You know, they have like on the radio, they have an emergency thing goes up. They say, this is just a test. This is just a test. It's just a test. There's a running things exact. Only exactly what's needed. Nothing more, nothing less. There's a Person, they're thinking that there's a understanding there's a Having a muna, they can actually have menucha sanefesh. They can be tranquil. It's shayich. We have to learn Amun and Betachen. We have to learn to rely on Hashem. We have to hazard, take easier opportunities. We don't start in hard things to lean on Hashem, to settle ourselves down. Self-talk. It's very important to self-talk. Say, calm down. Say, calming. Psukim to yourself. Talk to yourself. Quote different Chazal on Betachen. Learn on easy things to settle ourselves down. So as we go through life, we have that ability. David HaMelech, we always say, used to talk to himself. Shuvi nafshu nuchoichi. My nefesh, calm down. Shuvi nafshi. Return my nefesh lim nuchoichi to my calmness. Return, return. He used to scream at himself. Shuvi nafshu nuchoichi. I shouldn't say scream. Try not to really calm yourself down. He used to sing to himself. He used to sing. He used to beg himself. He used to say in ways, Shuvi nafshu nuchoichi. Return, Relax. It's going to be alright. Hashem does so much for me. Hashem takes care of me. So this is something that is a media that we all should aspire to. I wanted to speak for a few minutes on the parasha. I wanted to say like this. Please visualize with me. Come join me on a trip. We're traveling to the Be'er, to the well. Yaakov is by this well. And by this well, there's a that by this well is a huge stone. Picture a monstrosity. The stone weighs hundreds of pounds, perhaps a ton. I think a ton, I believe, is two thousand pounds. You see this stone, this monster stone on top of the well, that it can't be budged. You're picturing the well, you're picturing the stone on top of the well. It can't be moved. It's unmovable force. A guy would push it, it doesn't budge, it doesn't move an inch. Stone on top of the well. And you have the shepherds all around this well. Shepherds are physical people, outdoorsmen. Muscles protruding from every part of their body. Physical outdoorsmen, shepherds. Guys who, you know, specimen, guys who carry around. The tunnel Greenwald has nothing on these guys. Guys who carry around Shepsel's. A shepherd, an outdoorsman, the real, the real physical people, and you picture our shepherd, and he's and he's sitting there by the bear, and he can't move. He wants to give to his flock to drink, but he can't move that stone, and he waits till a whole collection of fellow ruffians, of fellow strongmen, gather next to they all together. A whole group of people together 
can hope to push this stone off the bear to draw water from the well. And then with, if there's enough, maybe a 15 of this chevra, maybe a good 15, 20 of this chevra, this strong chevra, can manage epis, epis, they push the stone off the well, and then they can give their flock to drink. Then Yaakov comes along to the well. And Rachel, who he has an avu as his wife, is going to be his wife. He has an avu by Hashem just loving. Yaakov is complete control of his emotions. That's what it means to be a Navi. You're a hundred percent control of your entire emotions. That's what it means to be a Navi. Then, then Hashem speaks to such a person. Hashem had just spoke, he just became a Navi. Hashem just spoke to him. And Yaakov Inu comes to this well and he loves Rachel. He sees this Rachel coming and he has a love to her, which means he's in control of his emotions. He doesn't pass by somebody and love them. He understands it's a Nevoah, you're to marry her. He understands the Nevoah, the message. God is speaking. If he loves her, you're to marry her. And Yaakov Inu understands that. And he goes up to this well and it says a Lushan by the shepherd, it says, Evan, two lamins. Whenever you see in the Torah double Lashonis like that, it means glila achar glila, rolling on top of rolling. The reason glila, to roll, comes me Lashon Goli to reveal, to uncover, to push off. But it says glilel, because rolling means you push it a lot. That's what it means to roll. Whenever you see those double letters like that, there are many examples. It means, like, to do it, to do it a lot. That's what it means. So by the shepherds, it says they were goylo, these tons, of, a bunch of strong men, and they push a lot, this stone, to roll it off. By Yaakov Avinu, it says, Vayogel, not Vayiglo, Vayogel as heaven. He revealed the stone. It was easy by Yaakov Avinu. There's also a lush in by Yaakov, it says he approached Vayogel heaven. Now the Torah is not Meirich, the Torah is not lengthy. Why does it say he approached and under the stone? To say he approached and the sweat was dripping down. The Torah doesn't talk like that. Authors write like that. They write a lot of details. The Torah is not a history book. It says what's relevant for eternity. So why does it say he approached and he, and he took off the stone? They say he approached, you're making it dramatic. He approached with the sweat dripping down his head and the sun's shining brightly on that beautiful blue sky. It doesn't talk like that. So I say he approached. What does it describe the approach? The pshat is that it's described in the immediacy. He approached and he revealed it. It was nothing. At the moment he approached, the stone, the stone like he flicked off the stone. See, you're picturing there's a whole bunch of ruffians, tough guys, shepherds, who need 15, 20 to roll off the stone. Chazal tells us Yaakov approached and knocked off the stone. He flicked it like a cock, like a bottle cap. Bubkis. Just rolled it off the stone. That's what the Torah Doisha tells us. The Yaakov, you know. What's it being said over here, Rabbi Say? Describing what's, what, 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 is, what is added to us that our tzaddikim, our tzaddikim, our tzaddikim, they need to be the strongest guy in the world also. That's tzaddikim. We need our tzaddikim to be superheroes also. 
So people like that. Everybody's Rebbe was the best ball player ever. Your Rebbe couldn't play ball to save his life. The, the more you're learning, the more you're teaching. He was once on the Knicks, the giant. He couldn't play ball, trust me. You know, they get, I once told the group of Bachman, you want to get good at ball, stop playing and start learning. The more you learn, the better you once were. It's the be- you'll practice how good you're going to get. Learn, you're great. You will mamish. For sure, the Knicks and the Los Angeles Lakers wanted you, whatever you want. Yeah, you couldn't play on Shabbos. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yaklovinu, we turn Yaklovinu. But Mo Lazerson is still the best film quarterback. That will be true. The more he learns, we'll know it's true. But anyway, kids had done. Rabbi Say, what is being said here? Why do I, what is the Torah giving me a picture of Yaakov Avinu's strength? That he was a tiger, that he was so strong, this awesome strength. Like, what's the word? I picture Yashiv. I'm trying to picture Yaakov Avinu as best as I can. So I, I need to sit neither of Yashiv, but just chiseled, chiseled of Yashiv. Like, what's the word? What's the word over here? What's, what's the Torah that should teach me? If it's true, not if it's true, every word of the Torah is emes. So Vaisthais Yaakov had unbelievable power. And Vaisthais, you know, we learn that the pictures, I don't see, you shouldn't make pictures the others. My kids come home with sheets and they see Avram, they should have Yaakov look a lot different than they do. He's knocking off stones, 2,000 pounds, like he's flicking like a bottle cap. The picture should look very different than we have, but neither here nor there, don't make pictures of the others. But the word is, What's being suggested in the Torah? What, what the visual learners amongst us? What is the Torah giving me a picture of what? That's what I want to know. What am? It's am I being clear? And I'm bothered by it. What's what's the lesson? Why is that important to know? If not, if he had such strength, why is that important for me to know? So, and, and Yaakov did it himself, and, and if a whole bunch of people helped him, not, it's important to note he was a zagiber, a zag powerful man. If he wasn't so powerful, what's the verse? What's being said here to us? What's being taught? To me, the answer is Yannasen Svi Finkel is the answer to the question. That's what I think the answer is. If anybody saw, anybody who was Zeichet to see the mirror of Shiva, and to be Zeichet to, to, to see what was going on, there was something that would boggle the mind. You have a person who's at advanced stages of Parkinson's, he had no control over his body. And this Yid ran the yeshiva, the biggest yeshiva in the world, but a hands-on running, financially, spiritually, physically, in every way under the sun, he ran the biggest yeshiva in the world. He was running back and forth from America to Eretz Yisrael, in America running around cities, in Eretz Yisrael learning with guys, knowing guys, at shaykhs to guys. He was a hands-on Rosh Hashiva. He said to a father, a father said to him, not say 6,000 guys in the yeshiva, a father said to him, not he, he said, he said, he met him at a dinner in America. He said, like, you don't know my, he, he said, I didn't say you don't know my son. He said about his son, Rav Nassim said, buy him a new hat. His hat is very smushed. There's 6,000 Bachram in the yeshiva. He knew the Bachram. He knew that he was hands-on running the yeshiva. Anybody who watched him say yeshir clearly, Here's a person who is so sick, such a person can't take care of himself, let alone take care of 6,000 people. It was, there were people in Shira Chloe who was very difficult to follow. He had Lashit Tassa, he's in difficult binyanim. 
And people would go, there were people who followed, there were people who go just to watch to see it grab two standards and defy physicality. Completely defy physicality. Alpi rules of goof, of body, there was no way he could accomplish what he accomplished. And to me, the, the rules of, the physical rules, the physical limitations people have, we all have physical limitations. Our neshamas are massively powerful. In neshama, we're very unlimited. The neshama is a chelik eloi It comes from the rabbi neshloilam. It is, the neshama is packed with mindless that go much more strong than physical limitations. It says, the Ramban in Vayakel says, that the, the Yid needed to make intricate kalim for the Beis HaMikdash. And they didn't know how to make it. But Vayid Valibay Bidarke Hashem, they had a guy with the Ktusha. They decided in a spiritual sense we need to build these kalim. Then Hashemus desired it. Then Hashemus held that it was needed. And, and in the words of Gavarin Kotler, as Mimuz, if we must, Miken, then we can. As Mimuz, Miken. The neshama desired it. The neshama held this. What I'm doing, the physical limitations melt away. I think what's being described by the avasaktoishim Yaakovinu as a nevuah. This is my wife. Your job is to care for her. He flicked off the rack like it wasn't like it was a like it was a bottle cap because he must because he wanted because because this was his mission. The Torah actually describes Yaakovinu walking. It says vayisa Yaakov raglav. Yaakov carried his feet. There's not a normal way of talking. Your feet carry you. But he was told he's a Navi. He just got the Besura Teva that Hashem's going to guard him. Hashem's going to be with him. He's a Navi. When he got that Besura the rest of his life, he no longer, his feet carried him. His feet carried him as the physical part of him carried his Ruchness. It wasn't that anymore. Vayisa Yaakov Raglov, he carried his feet. He was a Ruchnius Dekamensh now. He was a person possessed, if you will. He was a person focused on a mission. The Neshama was locked into Hashem. Locked in to do what's right. The physical limitations leave. The things that can't be, that are impossible, but I must. I learned with a guy when I was younger who had severe learning disabilities. I would read him. I learned him only once a week because if I felt if I learned more, I'd lose my mind. I'd read him the Gemara, say, read it back, he couldn't. I'd read it again, read it back, he couldn't. So much so, I asked Revolva's grandson, is it possible somebody's not meant for learning? Please ask his aid, it's possible. I met a guy who just can't learn. So, he'll do chesed, he'll be a zisa guy, he'll daven well, he can't learn this guy. Of course he came back, there's no such thing. I'm like, okay. Revolva said there's no such thing. Every year there's a chelik in Torah. Right, right, right. Except this guy. Today is a Talmud Chacham, Rabbi Yisrael. Talmud Chacham. An intelligent Talmud Chacham. The Territ says that Koyve Hashem, those that hope to Hashem, those that connect to Hashem, those that realize they have an Ishama that craves Ruchnis, that craves Aliyah, Yachlifu Koyach, they get an exchange of power. Yalu Eber Kaneshorim, they can fly like eagles. The physical limitations that they used to have melt away. They can't concentrate, they have no zitzflesh, they have no this, no that. All the problems melt like, like nothing. They disappear. Koyve Hashem. Pashat Yelchu Yafu. They walk. Yarutsu go. They go and go and go. They don't tire. They defy physical limitations. They completely defy physical limitations. There's a yid. I know who's a Talmud Muvga of Shmuel Birnbaum. And I asked him in camp to say a Hesper on Shmuel Birnbaum. 
He said, I want to give you the night. I'll give you roughly what he said. I want to describe one night in the life of Reb Shmuel. To understand he was a Yid in his mid-70s. This, this is a picture into one Friday night in the life of Reb Shmuel Birnbaum. He's a Yid in his mid-70s. He's a Yid who was very, very sick, who physically he had heart problems. He came close to dying a few times from heart failure. He was extremely weak. Beteva, he was a weak person. So a person had a weak heart, and a frail person in his 70s. And Matis, this was a Friday night, one Friday night. This year, for the last 15 years of his life, Rabbi Shmuel said a Chumash here, Friday night, for a couple of hours. He would eat his suit in about an hour. Then about 15 of his closest Talmudim would go to his house. He would say a Chumash here for about two, two and a half hours. He said on that particular night, I'm, the times are not exact. It's basically what I remember. The basic, not exact. He said on that Friday night, so instead of his normal couple of hours, he said for an hour and a half, if I remember correctly, roughly this was, the, it's not exact. He said, let's, let's say from about 7.30 to 9, Rav Shmuel Berman said a chumashir in his house. He finished his suit at 7.30. He said to 9 a chumashir. The reason he ended early is the yeshiva Tarotimim had just built a new building. And the cover their new building, they had learning round the clock for a week. To inaugurate their new building, they had learning round the clock for a week. And they had Magide Shiurim saying Shiurim all hours, all different times. So they asked of Shmuel Bermel to say a shir on Friday night, Leil Shabbos, to say a shir in the yeshiva. So Shmuel said the shir in his 70s, a not well man. He said the shir from 7.30 to 9, and Shmuel said like a tiger, anybody was Zaycha, and as he was, I was like, I should be speaking, learning with him. Shmuel, he was a tiger. He didn't say, he didn't get up. He said, a sheer fire ish. So he says, a sheer seven thirty to nine is chumashik shmak. Nine o'clock, he walks. It takes him an hour to get from his house to Yeshiva's Taratmima. In the hour walk, the entire time, he's surrounded by an entourage of people who want to walk with him. They were talking to him and learning, but I'm not talking light sugyas. I'm not talking about a cutesy vert. Acute, you know, oh, oh, well, it says the gematria, which is beautiful, going against the gematria. I'm talking about heavy raid and sugis, an hour straight, tifa rain and sugis, the whole walk. I'm talking about lumdish sugis, big tummy the chum grilling him on sugis, fighting and learning an hour straight, not a word about Talib Stern said. So that's nine to ten. They're walking there completely engrossed, limeratayri, iun be iun rav in the sugya. 10 o'clock he gets there, he's attacked by people in learning. They speak, I, I think he said like 10, till 10 to 10.30. He's talking to people. Tif and Sugis again. The place is packed. Before he speaks, people hacking him up and learning. 10.30 to 11.30, 12 she gives a shir there. A shir and a sugya. After the shir again, he's attacked. People speaking in the learning. He said they walk, if I remember correctly, he said, I will walk back again, Tami Nechamim accompany him, people knew Tami Nechamim, grilling completely orangutan and learning. He said, I don't remember the exact times, but let's say 12.45, the first word about Tali heard from him, from 7.30, the first divrei choyl, the first thing, not fiery and learning, this is, a, this is a 75-year-old man, whatever he was, not well. The first word, not in learning, he said he stopped before his house at 12.50. He said, who's bringing my grandson? His grandson was accompanying him the whole way. He didn't want his grandson to walk himself. 
So he arranges first divrei choil to make sure somebody's going to take his grandson home. Somebody walks his grandson home. They continue on. He walks to his house, continuing. He said he gets home. The next morning, he's up bright and early. He used to say a Mishnah Bruish year before davening. He was at his normal Mishnah Bruish year. I don't know exact time. It was 6.30 in the morning, saying his normal Mishnah Bruish year. I was like to attend Lebedek again on fire. His normal Mishnah Bruish year. This was a... I was there. I, not that time. I, I, I was there, yes. But he, this, this is this tzaddik fire. Eish mamish. An eish mamish. Somebody described in Detroit, somebody described that they, they, they were supposed to have him for, stay over the night. They got, it, they got the bed ready. They said he stayed up the entire night learning. They got the, he stayed up. Laila on the morning, he learned the entire night. Didn't stop. It's a tiger and eish. Here's a person who has such gvura, such strength, such fire. And learning, what is the, this is the gvura you're talking about, a person who's an isha ruach, a person who understands his neshama, a person so dominated by neshama, the person pashat gets new koiches, and that's gvura, that's l'malumiderech ha-teva. My, my Rebbe told me, I remember this Svarim shelf he pointed to in Yeshiva, he said he knew a guy who was so dumb, when he walked into the room, everybody laughed. You couldn't help but laugh. I don't like chuckle. It was sad. But he spoke up and learned about his life. It was just hard. He pointed to a svarim shelf in Yeshifarak. He said, Danielka, you see that svarim shelf? I remember what shelf he pointed to. The front left corner of Yeshiva. It's the old Yeshiva, so you won't, won't help now. But he pointed to the svarim shelf. He said, that whole shelf of svarim, a brilliant svarim the man has written today. A person who, who decides, they make a decision, they have a mission. They, they decide, they realize they have a neshama. They realize they have a craving for ruchnius. They realize they want kir Hashem, Can overcome tremendous physical limitations. Can have a gvura. That's l'malami derech ateva. That's the Torah describing. Yaakovin had nevuah. The physical limitations melt. Often this happens. The physical limitations just aren't there. Do we have a body? Yes. But a person who has decisions to be an isha ruchni, to be a person who's going after something, physical limitations do tend to, to, to lessen on the person. There's no question about it. They go and they don't tire out. I'm sorry, they run and they don't tire out. That is, I believe, what the Torah, the picture that we have, to me what the Torah is describing is less chiseled and brutal strength than rutzing. Less brutal strength than a person knowing than a shama. Less brutal strength than a person focused. I have a mission. Like the words of Avarinaz, if I must, then you can. If I must, then you can. If this is what I must do, this is what's necessary to do, this is what I'm driven, this is my mission from Hashem, that is different, that everything's different. You talk about this thing, you can't, it's not shy. People will tell you on, on anything important you want to accomplish. You'll hear the naysayers why it's not shayich. I'll pee cheshben, it's not shayich. Say, it's not shayich. I'll brich muz, but I must. I'm sorry? I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I don't want to say because I don't know the answer. It says a Navi has to be a giver. I don't, want, I don't know the answer yet. I do believe that there's, that, that there's a person who's in touch with a mission, with a sense, he's in touch with his cravings of his neshama, he's in touch with the mission of his neshama, that, he, that he's put here to accomplish something. When a person's in touch with that, the strength he has is not normal. I'm convinced of that, I've seen it. You talk about people who had learned, Al-Piteva, it's impossible, they accomplish what they want today. It's impossible, Al-Piteva. It's not possible. Any, any, a re, there's a Rebbe, 
who I once spoke to is a very psychological bent person. He's very into psychology. He studied books, and he, he was asking me on a certain bacher, how can it be? The bacher is a huge bent and He said, it doesn't make sense. I very much felt this Rebbe works with the rules. He works, he's bound by, he doesn't understand the Shema. He doesn't understand all of your rules. Throw away your books. A person's in a Shema. You don't have to go with every rule. Itaka doesn't make sense. He's trying to understand how it makes sense. I don't get it. The guy, he very much boxes people in what they can, what they can't, what their limitations. He, I told, I told him, I told him, I told him, you're a smart mechanic. I'm a dumb mechanic. I always compliment him how smart he is, and he smiles so proudly. He doesn't know I'm ripping him. It's on tape, and it's dangerous. I'm just a smart mechanic. I mean to rip him to shreds when I tell him he's a smart mechanic. Because he studies the books. He has the guy pinned. Everything's perfect. He figured out why the guy's going to amount to nothing. He figured it out. It's so brilliant. It's great. He has it down. And Imamish figured it out why the guy is stuck, what he is. He can tell you the label, the title. He can tell you what page number in the book. Perfect. So so helpful. So then he has a kasha, but have the guy. The third is because you have it all figured out. You're living body. These books are written about robots, about bodies. You want to read a book about a body, and they're good books. Read the books. It's they're good books. They're good to know, and then defy the books. The book is good to know what you're defying. The book is about bodies, about robots. If, you destroy, if I was re- writing about robots, this is what it could do. This, you, a robot doesn't do more than it could do. Whatever it's as much, so if you, you, do, you study that by much, it, you can't pull out of your computer what your computer can't do. Computers don't steig. Okay, they don't steig. So a person, he has it down, a person's a, a shtick robot, and he mamish has down how the robot works. Exactly. Usually he is. Usually a person is, works this way. If he's not, it doesn't tap into his If he doesn't decide, I have a mission. There are things I want to accomplish. I was put down on earth to accomplish something and get in touch. And I have an neshama. I could defy physical limitations. Most don't. Recently, they yeah, yeah. Many don't. Many don't. But the word is, if a person wants to, if a person wants to live like the, and every kasha, how could it be? I don't get it. I saw the guy, I knew the guy. I, what's it? was impossible. It was impossible. If he's a robot, it's impossible. One thing you forget is when we have something called bechira, the power to overcome, the power to be strong, the power to knock off a rock that's two thousand pounds, like it's a cack, like it's a bottle cap, to flick it off because I want. I'm sorry. What do you mean? Hundred percent. Yeah, because physical limitation. He had. What do you mean? He had to take care of Rachel. He's, he had to know who he's supposed to be married to. There's no. It's not. Chmuz. I must. He's supposed to take care of her. It's not a question anymore. He flicked it off. He has a mission. It's different. Everything's different. Nazan Sri Finkel. I don't. I don't know what was going in his head. He. This was his mission. Was the physical limitation didn't talk to him. It wasn't the question. He, had a, he, was, he was on a mission. The person on a mission, the physical limitations don't, don't take hold. He's on a mission. There's something he wants to do. There's something he needs to do. Something he was mitzvah, he was commanded to do. Something he must. As Muslim can, if you must, you can. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, 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 all the naysayers, are, we figured it out statistically. You know, people have studies. Their whole sciences, could st- how much demographics 
the whole science could a store survive could a pizza shop what are the numbers a guy told me that he knows him as an expert could figure out a pizza shop in a from community what is how many from people does it take that people who study these things how many from people in a community would it take for a pizza shop to survive the whole demographics of what can work what can so the naysayers will tell you on many things in life it can't work it just can't be do the numbers Except that we're not robotic. Except that there's a rabbinic there's a kol yachol. There's Hashem who's not bound by physical limitations. He gives us an neshama that's not bound by physical limitations. Is is there a time to use statistics? There's a time for it, but we're not bound by it. There's a time for it. There's a place even that it's kedai to know it sometimes. But the ikker thing also to know is we're not bound by physical limitations. Hashem tells Avram Avinu, Leave your stargazing. Leave your, you're not bound by Mazel. In Mazel you throw. Mazel is like the normal, the, the Teva Hadvarim, the normal. Remember where we come from, Rabbi Say. Avram Avinu and Sari Menu were Akaris. Rachel and Leia were Akaris. They both couldn't have children, Alpia Teva. Rachel couldn't have children, Leia couldn't have children. We, this is this is where we come. We come. We're impossible. We're the impossible people. We're not shaykh. Avram and Sarah couldn't have children. Stam Hashem, Stam Hashem made it that way. Hashem made them as people that couldn't have children because we're the people of the impossible, the people that can overcome physical limitations. We can overcome all the naysayers. Why it's not possible? It's not going to be. It can't be. And, and everybody will have it perfectly diagnosed. Why nobody ever gets it? It's, it's impossible. Okay, it's very good, it's impossible if you want to be very physical, if you want to look at physical rules. But if a person wants to say to himself, what must I do? What do I want to do? What is the deepest part of me interested in? So the physical limitations leave. The physical boundaries, the physical impossibilities, deficiencies. This is repeated, this is, if this is not a theme of voracious, I don't know what is, when you see that all our others were akaris, couldn't have children, it was impossible. Every doctor would have told you, it's not shy, it's not happening. I have a cousin, I have a cousin, her name is Chava. She, she, her whole life is one life, it's not possible. She is physically handicapped, she has polio, she can't hold a baby, she's, she's in a wheelchair, she can't walk, she, can't, she barely can walk, she's physically handicapped. Her husband, she's born with that? Yeah, her husband is blind. They got married. They have a wonderful marriage. They both he, he works for the government. He's blind. And together he's he walks around in a wheelchair. He's her strength. He's a strong guy. They're both brilliant. They're both beautiful singers. She has sang at Carnegie. My wife's heard her. She's a singer. He's a brilliant guy. They both sing. They're both very musical. They love music. She wrote up her story in a Goyish magazine across the world. But he, he, he wheels her around. They go places together. They go on trips. They, they're, very, they're a wonderful couple. He, from people of he, he wheels her around and, and, she, and she tells them where to go. They go places. They travel. They're Gishmaka people. Then they were told they can't have a child. She's impossible. She can't hold a child. You can't have a child. That's said, impossible. She looked at Dax and she said, My name is Chava. Chava means Aim Kol Chai. It can't be, I can't have a kid. She has two beautiful children. They're in their 20s, high teens, 20s. One boy, one girl. Normal. Mitzvah Daraisa. Normal, beautiful kids. Two children. They're, 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 they're around that age, 18, 19, 20. You wonderful, want, two. A boy, what? Want two beautiful children they have. Yeah. The doctor said, Impossible, not Shaykh. 
They raised the mishpacha, beautiful mishpacha, wonderful mishpacha. Chavi and Michael, beautiful people. So it's not shaykh, it's not shaykh, it's not shaykh, but physical limitations don't talk to the Jewish people. They don't, they don't speak to us because we have a mission, it's different. Aim kol I have a mission, I'm supposed to be a mama, I have a tzivui, puruvu, I have a tzivui, to have a boy and a girl. So she has a boy and a girl, perfectly healthy. We don't live up to the physical limitations when we tap into something deeper. When koyve Hashem, it's a pasuk. I'm a maimin imsukim. Koyve Hashem, yachlifu koyach. Those that hope to Hashem, those that connect to Hashem, yachlifu koyach. Get an exchange of power that's lumalami derech ha-teva. Teva. Yalu ever kaneshorim. They get limbs kaneshorim, like eagles that can fly. They go, they don't tire. They get power that's much stronger. We see people like that, that defy physical limitations. They overcome obstacles that are pit heavy. You're right, it's impossible. We can't it's not shaykh. We say that's not shaykh. Yeah. That to me, that's how I can understand that Yaakovina walks up to a rack and flicks it like a pekak, like it's, a, like it's nothing. Flicks it off with powerful men. So I'm no longer, I didn't change my picture. He's not chiseled in my picture. He looks more like a Yashiv. He's, he, this is what he has to do. This is what he got in the war to do. It's not, it's not even a Shiloh. It's not even... He walks up he, with his pinky finger. He flicks it off. He didn't even need to give a shot with his thumb. He just knocks it off like a cack. Because this is Memoz. I must. I, as Memoz we can. If you must, you can. It's not... Don't listen to naysayers why it's impossible. If you must, you have to do this. This is what you. This is necessary. This is what you need to do. This is what has to be done. So what are you? So what are you listening to all the people? Why you can't? Demographically speaking, and this speaking and that speaking. Why it won't work? What are you listening for to the naysayers? Why you're not built for? What you can't? I'm only capable of. What are you listening for? You 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 must. This is what you feel is your mission. This is what you feel your mission is. What are you listening to naysayers for?